0: You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 98. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love, where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now, your host, T. Bias. Wow, it's episode number 98, so close to 100. And this is a continuation from the previous episode, number 97, where I'm talking about ending the cycle the cycle of something that happened the past generation uh, with your family and you're wanting to end it in your life. And I spoke of, I spoke of how it's really more about how we're handling our emotions rather than the actions that we want to stop doing that our family did or didn't do. And we end up kind of in this, what I would call emotional loop. So we're trying to end a cycle and we're trying to come at it from the actions. We want to stop yelling or stop drinking, stop overeating, all of these actions that maybe we saw growing up and we don't want, want it to manifest in our life, and then we try to tackle the action. We think that the action is bad. What we don't recognize often is ending the cycle comes from understanding our emotions, the emotion, emotional level, because from our emotions we then take action. So if I look at yelling... I only yell when I'm angry. Most people don't yell when they're happy. And understanding the cycle from that emotional level is what breaks it. And I'm going to take it a step further in this episode is that what happens with our emotions and we're trying to take a different action is often we're stuck in a loop So when somebody is constantly yelling, or that's the go-to action that they have to deal with their anger, to react to their anger, is that they're in a loop of feeling angry, that that becomes their kind of emotion that's triggered a lot. And the same could be true for other emotions that don't feel so good. So shame, a lot of times we get triggered into feeling shame and we feel bad about ourselves, and that does not feel good. And so we find comfort in eating, try to alleviate. Because shame is it, when you allow it in your body and you actually just feel the emotion without reacting to it, it does not feel good. I know that when I feel shame in my body, it almost feels like I can't breathe. And so this this uncomfortability in our body and we're not taught how to deal with our emotions will then lead to an act of trying to numb it by eating, maybe by alcohol, by other things, by alleviating it in some way. And so what the cycle is happening is there's a cycle. There's this loop of handling our emotions that we're kind of stuck in this, okay, I'm always frustrated, I'm always angry, or I'm always feeling bad about myself, and and we can't get out of this emotional loop. And when we can't get out of that emotional loop – then the cycle manifests itself in our lives in a different way, even when it doesn't look like the past generation cycle. So we can say, okay, my my father used to drink a lot. I don't drink, but we're still caught in an emotional loop where maybe we eat a lot of food. We eat a lot of sugar. We eat a lot of stuff that we don't want to be eating, but we can't stop that eating because we're stuck in this loop of feeling bad that that we can't get out of it, we can't alleviate it, and the only way we alleviate it is by eating a lot of food, is to actually numb the emotion that we're feeling in our body by numbing that experience with the food. This emotional loop that is what I think is the essence of ending the cycle, is getting out of this loop, is in fact, there is a root cause to it you're on a constant loop, you're on a constant belief system that you can't get out of and you can't see it because if you could see it, you'd you'd get out of it. You're, You're capable of getting out of it. And oftentimes what we can't see is that our anger or our shame or any other emotion that feels so uncomfortable to feel to us where we're stuck. It can even be a form of depression where we're kind of in this loop because depression is really when you're kind of stuck in an emotion and it could be sadness and you're and you're stuck in it and you're looping and you're looping is that it is so and rooted in a belief system, and that belief system is turning and turning in our head. And it's turning because it's using everything in our lives to keep that cycle going. And so ultimately breaking that cycle, so going, breaking that cycle of what you see on the outside, the overeating, drinking alcohol, yelling, all of those things that we want to break. Coming from an emotional loop, and the emotional loop that's spinning in our head is coming from an ingrained belief system that has been there as we've been growing up. We have slowly started to develop belief systems from the past generation that we take on into adulthood, and we don't even realize we have the same belief systems, even though we don't want to have the same belief systems. And those same belief systems create an emotional loop, and that emotional loop creates actions that may look like the past generation or may manifest itself in another way. Now, this is is a lot to take in, I think, from the episode when we're talking about ending the cycle, but what I want, the only thing that's kind of necessary to understand is that Really, ending the cycle is not really about always looking at the action, stopping whatever action it is that you saw in the past generation, you saw in your family, and then say, okay, I need to just stop that action. It's a lot deeper than that. It's a lot deeper at looking at how you're handling your emotions today in your life and then working through that and understanding that those emotions, the emotions that you don't want to have, a lot of like a lot of anger that leads to a lot of yelling is that that's coming from a belief system that has been influenced by how you grew up by the past generation even and then reinforced oftentimes by society and so ultimately ending the cycle of the past generation of how you grew up is actually looking at their belief systems and then challenging your own. Now, our human brains don't want to be challenged. We want to be right. And oftentimes, we're not conscious of our belief systems. We're just running our day-to-day life. So we don't have that space sometimes to see what our belief systems are and to see how we're kind of repeating. We could be repeating belief systems that carry out and why we're running into different kind of problems maybe than the previous generations because we have not resolved whether or not these are belief systems that we want for ourselves. And it could very well mean that you want the same belief systems as the past generation. It doesn't mean that because you don't want to have a life like the past generation, it doesn't mean that some of their belief systems are not belief systems that you would want to carry on today. But doing that in a very intentional, conscious way will help you recognize those emotional loops that that are constantly kind of spinning that you almost feel like you can't control. And so one, there's kind of like these two big belief systems that come up when it comes to ending your cycle. I know that the, this has been something that I continuously work on and I try to catch it in my life, is this notion of right or wrong or good or bad. And it's it, it oftentimes when we're trying to end a cycle in belief systems, it's often this cycle of there's something good and there's something bad. There's bad people, there's bad families, there's bad parenting. There's a right way to parent. There's a wrong way. What my parents did were, was wrong. And so even looking at how the past generation did something and looking that as if it's wrong, it reinforces that belief, reinforces the belief system that the past generation had. They had if there was problems very much like over-drinking, overeating, yelling, hitting, all of those kind of actions, is that they held on to a belief system that there was something right or wrong, and then that needed to be corrected. And so if we're viewing the past generation with that same lens, like, oh, what they did was wrong and how they handled their parenting is wrong and I don't want to handle it this way or I don't want to handle my relationships this way and that's wrong and what I'm doing is right. When we have this kind of dichotomous viewpoint, we are reinforcing the same belief systems that the past generation had. The second belief system that's very common that gets passed on from generation to generation is that things need to be punished, There are things, yes, that they're punished that are kind of out of the scope that are legal, illegal things that people do. And then there's the rest of the stuff that's not illegal. And we think that people should be punished for it. We even do this with children. Children should be punished for being human, for being developmentally sometimes appropriate. You know, They're going to throw stuff. They're going to spill stuff, and they get punished. And so we go into this viewpoint, into our relationships, that somebody should be punished. Oh, I'm not going to talk to that person anymore. I'm not going to talk to them. They haven't responded to my messages, so therefore I'm not going to talk. As if there's this kind of subtle punishment that we put on people, and it can be very subtle as not responding to somebody because, oh, they took forever to respond to Mean. So I'm going to do the same thing as if we need to enforce some sort of different behavior come from this place of this will teach them. And then we go about living our lives like, okay, this happened. I'm going to do this. And because it was wrong, because they did something wrong, which is reinforcing the right or wrong. Instead of coming from a place of how do you want to show up, it's like, oh, no, this behavior needs to be punished. And, and it's very subtle because adults do this to each other in friendships, in relationships. We do this with our partners. We try to subtly punish them, not talk to them for some time because they said something or did something we didn't agree with. And so that kind of reinforces those belief systems that we carry on, which then make it that more difficult to change the behaviors that we want, to stop the yelling, to stop the overeating, to stop all of those things that we genuinely want to stop. And as long as we hold on to this belief system, it's making that uphill battle 10 times harder. And so... That's all I have for you this week, and I'll check back with you next. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.